Welcome back, everybody. Finally, a new episode of Rules of the Arena. I think this is going to be number six, I think. Don't ask me. I'm not in charge of this shit. (laughs) (laughs) It's been a few months. Uh, Life just got a little bit crazy there, and Casey was out adventuring across over the pond over in Europe. Um, So we just kind of took a little bit of a break, finally getting back to it. Um, Just wanted to have a quick little episode. This is also a tester. I don't know if... Are we on Twitch right now? I'm checking right now. We should be. And we're now on Twitch. Yeah, unless things have gone horribly, horribly wrong. And with Twitch, and then we're also going to start a YouTube channel for this. That camera's way off. (laughs) 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 Trying new things. Um, Happy coming down the pipeline, sitting down with Cody and Allison of Complete Nutrition, Carla from Blackhand Photography, and who do I got next time after that is... I don't know, Chickens and Hatch in Gordon, uh, uh, Minneapolis Make. Yes, Minneapolis Make is coming down. Uh, I'm excited today. Um, I back with Casey uh, working. What was the title that we came up for you? The super duper producer. Why well, we came up with a title for me? I yeah. don't remember that. At all. <laughs> I think that was at Pitchfork. That that could be. Yeah, that could be. There was a few beers had. Yeah, I'm sure. just a couple. Just a couple of two or three, you know. And uh, hopefully, my part-time consistent co-host now, Ben, uh, who is on episode one. Ooh, part-time consistent. Yeah. I like fancy. Voluntold. From Duck Hill Workshop. Uh, He's back on episode one. Yeah. And I know you've had a busy summer. Oh, no, nothing's happened. Yeah, yeah nothing. No, 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 nothing getting like married or anything like that. Or, nope. And nope. just launching your, your YouTube channel as well. It's true. What's it called? Um, it is Ducko Workshop YouTube channel. And then we, uh, Glenn Schweitzer and I over at the Gardens of Castle Rock just started uh, in the shop with Ben and Glenn. All uh, right. So episode one's out. Episode one is out. And it's absurd. And you'll never get those 12 minutes of your life back. <laughs> but I highly encourage you to go and watch it. Uh, I'll be dropping a couple of uh, an engine swap video on a Steel 021. And the first part should be out this week. Awesome. So, and I, well, I was at, went down to Ben's wedding mm-hmm. and survived you know, a tornado. I survived the tornado, power outage, two twisters, storm. if you look at it the right way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Not getting into that. <laughs> Got to, you know, brewery hop, had a lot of fun down there. It was an absolute blast. And it was the weekend before that I competed in Minnesota's Strongest Man. It's true. Were you Minnesota's strongest man? Fourth strongest novice. I'm not strong enough to play. It's a lot of qualifiers. <laughs> Asterisk. <Yeah. laughs> I think the kid that or the guy that the heavyweight first place guy, he well, I came just below his elbow standing next to him. Yeah. Not 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 strong enough to play with him yet. Just below his elbow. I, standing up. I am six foot three. Y- yeah. I'm <laughs> I'm right there with he, you. <laughs> he, he's a big dude. Uh, but yeah, I was happy with it. And actually, a uh, guy from Ironworks, a gym that I work out with, my, Matt, uh, he took second or third in the 231 weight division. Nice. And watching him carry a 685 pound yoke, or uh, I'm sorry, Conan's wheel, it's like, oh, and all of a sudden my 450 seems really small. <laughs> <laughs> But Casey, you went off to Europe for yeah, a month back yeah, in I, uh, May. Yeah, yeah, May. I was gone for the entire month of May. Um, well, almost the entire month of May. It was like maybe a day that I wasn't there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. So my brother's living over there, so I went and stayed with him. Uh, spent 
spent my birthday weekend in Ireland, uh, then went over to, uh, to England where I got incredibly sick for a week. It didn't stop me from hitting all the pubs though. <laughs> it was, it was bad. I lost my voice. Burn it out. Have you ever tried to order a pint where no, where b- people can barely understand you as it is because there's a whole accent thing going on and you're just like trying to order a pint, but you can't, you literally can't speak and you're like, what beer? Please. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that was that. That was it. Was an interesting experience. Uh, most of the time, I was with my brother, though, so I made him uh, translate for me uh, and basically just get me beer. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so he lives in Cambridge, which is about an hour north of London. So uh, yeah, I spent a weekend in London. Went to Belgium. Went to Scotland, just kind of did the whole the whole thing. Okay, you're you're telling me about the mirrors in Scotland. Oh, it was it was stupid. It was absolutely <laughs> stupid. So, Scottish people are way too tall, way too <laughs> fucking tall. So I I go into this. Uh, I'm at this pub in Scotland. We're in Edinburgh, and uh, we go in. I go I go into the bathroom, and you know I use the urinal. I'm like, well, this is a little tall, but you know that's you know that's that's par for the course or whatever. And then I turn around. And like the sink is like here, like so I have to like lift my arms up into the sink, and then the mirror I have to like almost jump up to see my face. In the mirror. <laughs> it was, it, I mean, it was an experience. Nice. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, Europe was a lot of fun. I recommend you guys go. It should, yeah. Uh, I, was, I want to. Yeah. Uh, uh, for since high school, me and a few friends talked about taking a f- flight. Um, I think well, for Minneapolis, I think it connects into New York, and then from New York, you can fly into France, um, right into Paris. But there's a train that goes directly into Munich, so to be able to take that yep. and stay mm-hmm. at a hostel for Oktoberfest. So if you're if you're looking at flights right now, the cheapest European country to fly into is Ireland. You can get a round trip ticket to Ireland for six hundred bucks or less. Shit. Uh, someone was just yeah. saying Iceland airs run. I don't know if it's a special or yeah, no. Just I, Iceland is also super cheap. Yeah, there is one hundred and fifty bucks round trip ticket. Yeah, it's know. like because they want people to go there. Yeah, because like I mean they, they need money. Uh, <laughs> what small <laughs> island nations? <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, no. So I, I was I was looking at the Oktoberfest thing and I found out it was it's almost cheaper to fly into Ireland and then take uh, Ryanair from. From Ireland to Munich, and then back and fly fly around that way. Because otherwise, you're looking at. So if you do that, uh, your round trip ticket from Dublin to Munich is going to be like a hundred bucks. So you're looking at seven hundred bucks versus eleven hundred. Yeah, yeah. Well, did you fly directly on MSP then, or did they? Did I they I flew uh, I flew MSP to there there are direct flights, but the cheapest one I found was MSP to uh, to New York, then over. How long is the flight over across from New York to Cross Pond? Uh, there was six hours. I would die. Um, <laughs> yeah, six, six and a half, something like that. I, I, and then <clears throat> back was seven. Should I try the flight from Minneapolis to Amsterdam. No, no, I <laughs> would die. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a ten hour flight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. It's it's not that bad. Like you can get up and move, mm-hmm. like walk up and down yeah. the aisles or whatever. I would have to because I have a bad hip, and so I sit in a car for three hours, and I need to walk around figure yeah. out how to pop it back into place and then I'm good again. 
Yeah. Well, and airplanes are built for people my size, like not yeah. giants like you. So, uh, <laughs> First I, class. Five and a half hour flight back from Cleveland. My head was sitting like this the whole way cocked to the side because the guy next to me was even taller <laughs> and opted for the aisle seat. See, I like... If I sit, like, I like the aisle seat. I always request the aisle seat. It's pretty great because I can get up and pee whenever. But even, like, I with my bag under the seat on just a normal Delta flight, I could fully extend my legs under the seat. Like. That's not an option. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't have a say in the matter. This was a work trip, and so they paid for the whole thing. Mm. Then you should have gotten business class. I was going to say, there's no reason that you can't upgrade to first class on your on yeah. your business card. Well, no, no, no. This was my corporate job. Yeah. 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 Then you definitely should have gotten. They only seats. did twelve point two billion dollars in sales that year. They can't afford to fly me in a business class. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of miles to feed. All right. Uh, Just because they have to buy you two seats. Yeah. <laughs> One and a half. All right. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. That was that was kind of kind of May. It's it was a lot of fun. A lot of really good beer. Belgium is incredible. I absolutely fell in love with that country. The people are super nice. Um, even though some of them speak French, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's like their neighbors. It's, nah. it's, 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 it's kind of funny. Like the, the closer you get to France, the more, like the more the Flemish people speak, you know, French. Mm-hmm. And then the closer you get to, you know, Holland, the more they speak Dutch, mm-hmm. but never assume what language somebody speaks. They get real, <laughs> uh, upset about that whole situation. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's it's a very interesting place, and it's uh, we we stayed in we stayed in Brussels, oh. which is where the uh, you know the capital of the the UN. EU is. Oh yeah, yep. and so that was <clears throat> neat. We got to walk. We we walked and like saw the 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 big buildings and stuff, and yeah. Then we went out to Bruges, which is it's like they took a medieval town out of time and just <laughs> dropped it right here. <laughs> it, like the the entire city center is a historical site. Isn't, isn't, what's the, there's a Colin Farrell movie. Yeah, in Bruges. Bruges. That's, oh God, that's fucking hilarious. <laughs> you need to watch it. I have not seen it. It's really good. It's about two assassins trying to kill each other. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's very dark. It's very, <laughs> like, very entertaining. And were you, were you in Belgium or was that back in England when they warned you about the 6% Imperial Stout? That was in Ireland. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, I went to a... This might be heavy. <laughs> no, I, I, I went to a craft beer bar, uh... And on Temple Bar, which is like the big touristy mm-hmm. area place in Dublin. And so I, I go into this craft beer bar and I, I sit down and the guy's like, and I, I or they have an Imperial Stout. That's only 6%. And I'm like, huh, this seems interesting. I better try this. Like just to see like, and I mean, it tasted like a stout. There was nothing Imperial about this right. thing. Uh, except that it was 2% higher than everything else on the on the board. So I, I order it, and the guy behind the counter is like, "Are are you sure? Like it's it it's six percent, you know? Like yeah, yeah, you might be careful." I'm like, "You might no, want to sit down." It's yeah. I'm like, "It's it's a six percent beer. I think I'm gonna be okay." Like American craft beer starts at six and goes. <laughs> what was that shit you brought over to my house the other night? Uh oh, the, the wolf three, the three and sheep. um uh, uh mm. j- the three j- sheep's bad wolf. And yeah. what's their their the, Java Joe? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, but yeah. the the imperial version, the one the uh, one was what's called started at ten and the other was thirteen. Ten and a half and thirteen. Get with it. <laughs> I had three of those. Yeah, it was just a for a nap right after that. <laughs> Jesus. I felt fine. I had a couple IPAs to wash down. 
<laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, I, this is what I get for working at Pitchfork back in the days when the, the Szechuan brown ale was Well, that's why I started percent. brewing my own shit. So, like, I can have things that are 5% and under on tap. <laughs> <laughs> Everything in this bar starts at 9. <laughs> well, that's what it used to be. And I, um, oh, that's who I forgot. We um, uh, sit, sat down with uh, Mike. Uh, head brewer and part owner of Pitchwork Brewery. Yeah, I'm, I'm a little afraid to listen to that episode because I showed up for the aftermath. <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Everything was fine. He only threatened to kill me once. Uh, yeah, but the entire bottle of whiskey was gone. So? <laughs> we didn't get to the second one. <laughs> Not from lack of trying. <laughs> for some reason, you had these two kegs on tap and are, were forcing us to drink that. I, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll, make, I'll make the beer go away. <laughs> no, that, that was a fun recording. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I, I kind of heckled them a little bit about that. And I am going to put on record again that I think there needs to be a barrel-aged rocket fuel bottle release. BA rocket fuel. I don't, maybe wine barrels. Maybe something. I think whiskey would be too. I don't. I don't think it the flavor could, profiles would be. Could go okay. I think it'd be a swing or a miss. There'd be nothing in between, but something. Yeah. <laughs> Just a a, a don't, get it maybe back a in swing, the double digits, and it'd probably miss. There wouldn't mm. be a hit though. Well, me and Just, Steve Dross can drink it then. We'd be happy. What's the What's the rocket fuel? It's a Belgian triple. Yep. And a couple of years ago, I think two or three years ago, it was mm-hmm. sitting right around fifteen percent. It was fantastic. What's it taste like? Rocket fuel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like that's my experience with, with with high ABV beers when they're cold. You know, all you taste is the alcohol. Yeah. This like, no, this, that tasted like honey, in my opinion. Like honey liqueur, or no, and <laughs> <laughs> it tastes like a good Belgian triple should. Okay. I liked it. But I like, you know, Imperial and I mean, it doesn't even it ping was, my radar. It, w- if it was fine. It was it was drinkable. I, anything right. below 8% doesn't even ping my radar. As soon as I see 8, I go, oh, well, a beer. Oh, this is interesting. And then you get up to 10 and 10's like, oh, this could be fun. And Gordon, then you like, might have a drinking problem. <laughs> <laughs> how, no. many, how many beers do you have logged on on tap? Enough. Yeah. Less, <laughs> less than Jaywash? <laughs> less than 3,000? Uh, well, he's upwards of six. Oh, yes. And there is a guy, um, he comes in once or twice a year on business. Uh, I think he's from California. He has his own Word document that is his version of Untap because he's been doing it longer than Untap was an app. And he has 10,000 different beers last time I was talking to him. <laughs> and he brings it up, and it, it's a... I think it's like a two megabyte Word document now. He has brewery, the beer, style, his notes on it, and his one through ten rating. I really hope he has that backed up somewhere. Mm-hmm. So do I. So do I. And he brings it out because he's going to a beer fest uh, last, um, I think it was back in spring, earlier spring, in Minneapolis. I don't know what it was anyway, but he'd bring it out and he'd cross-reference the beers on the list and make sure that he hasn't had before. And then he maps out his route through it, starting with the lower ABVs, finishing it up with the double digits. How do you, how long do you think that takes to be like, here's all the beers on tap and let me scroll through this list to see if I've had it before? Well, he, well with a Word doc, you can do Control F, yeah. I suppose. And he, bench, he, did, he, he did his two flights, which is par for the course, and he had everything mapped out by the end of those two flights. Wow. Oh. I mean... 
my head is off. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like if you're checking in flights, you're cheating full pints or nothing. <laughs> Flight of pints. Why not? <laughs> that should be, that'll be my next like woodworking thing. I'll try to sell that to bars. Right. Yes. Make like a paddle. You guys want the, you guys want the flight or do you want the man flight? <laughs> <laughs> Do you want the AA flight or the <laughs> flight not for quitters? Like, <laughs> the the like the full pint flight. It comes with a free AA token. At the end. <laughs> There's just one permanently engraved in the hill. Here's your one day chip for tomorrow. <laughs> so we have flights and we have Wisconsin flights. What's a Wisconsin flight? Throw that up on the bar top. It's like You've 12. heard of a 747. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, people in Madison do this all the time. <laughs> this is this is the dreamliner. Right. <laughs> and really, it's just because we want to pour all your beers at once. We know you're going to have six anyway. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get, get your six back now. Get it over with. We'll you can start with, if you do it, if you pour it in order of ABV, then by the time you get to the high ones, they're room temperature and drinkable. Yeah, but see, what, what happens is Gordon takes that and just flips it around. <laughs> <laughs> Start on my high ABVs and I sober up on the lower ones. <laughs> Work your way down. Right. Other than that, uh, I don't think there's any, been anything else real exciting to talk about going on this summer. Just kind of life happened. We got mm-hmm. new episodes coming up. I'm yeah. excited. Ben's joining, helping me out here. Twitch, YouTube coming up soon. Uh, yeah. Make sure to check that out. I just got a notification. Somebody started following me. Oh, shit. Yeah, so we're off to a good start. Is there an app? I should download this I don't as well. Know. Yeah, there is a Twitch app. Fantastic. I'll try to try to figure this out. No. <laughs> I'm in the same boat. I, I, I heard of Twitch before. I never thought about using it, and then I saw these guys were doing Twitch streams uh, for Blind Ninja Studios. Uh, I can't remember which show it was. Uh, we do the Department of Defense every, or live every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central, and then every Monday we play The Legends of Lothos, which is our Dungeons, ongoing Dungeons & Dragons campaign set in the world of Lothos, uh, and that is 8 p.m. Central. Every Monday. Now, your game streaming, is that just kind of a when it happens? or Because you did the Crash Bandicoot before. Yep, yeah, so that. That, that one, uh, we're trying to get, like, we're... We're trying to figure out a set schedule for that. It's it's hard because it goes really long, so it has to be on a Saturday night, and we get really drunk, so there has to be very little to do the next day. I think the last one we did was the Mario Kart one, and we stopped playing at... 5 a.m. <laughs> and we were so drunk, just so very drunk, because we were doing we uh, so every, the winner of every uh, cup had to do a shot, uh, and then every time we switched games, everybody did a shot. Plus, we had cocktails going around the entire time. And, <laughs> nice. Yeah, so it was, uh, it was, and I think towards the end, it was just everybody was just doing shots because they were being made, and why not? <laughs> why not? <laughs> <laughs> but all the all the drinks were themed and all the shots were themed like based off of if it was the fire cup, the star cup, the flower cup, whatever. Mm-hmm. So yeah, no, we get really into it. I feel like Rainbow Road should just be a bunch of gummies, uh, gummy bears soaked in oh, I don't, vodka. Or that that would have been good. Rainbow I don't remember. Road should not exist. Oh no, but, we had like some ridiculously like layered shot for. Oh. It was, it was super fruity and good. <laughs> See, uh, there's a bar in Minneapolis, I don't know if you guys have been to, called Up Down. Oh, yeah. And when I went there the first time, they had Mario Kart 64 on their big projector screen. Mm-hmm. 
I almost had to buy him a new screen because somebody, some other person there decided, let's play Rainbow Road. <laughs> no. Well, I, Rainbow Road oh, on no. 64 is super easy. No, it is not. So speaking yes, of is. up down, we actually should take a, like a road trip and go because my now cousin-in-law um, has a cabinet there that he designed and, and oh, made. Oh, cool. Um, That'd be cool. Death Ball, if you ever check into that. It's like wizard soccer. It's pretty badass. Interesting. So... Uh, down. Yeah, we should take a tour. Absolutely. I'm surprised the barcade thing doesn't do better up here. Like, you would think, but but there's two now. He's got two cabinets yeah. in Minneapolis. Okay. The other one, one and up down. I don't know what the other one is. It's not one I'd heard of. Yeah. But he's got two up here. He's got like one in Seattle and I think one in Ohio now. Yeah, really big, like on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, I was just in San Jose and there was a couple there. Uh, and there's I've been to a bunch of them in Portland. Mm-hmm. But the uh, the marijuana helps with those too. <laughs> Not gonna lie, it's super stuff. <laughs> hey, and then you just feed quarters into Mario. Like, See, I had no idea what it was until I I was stumbling around the, that area and like, what is this? And I see t- pint taps, tap tap lines. And all of a sudden, I see like all the arcade games. I'm like, is that Mortal Kombat from the 1980? Yes, I'm going in. And then I got angry with Mario Kart. We uh, I went, we went to uh, Indianapolis uh, this year for Gen Con. We stopped in Munster for for like is like the halfway point to hit Three Floyds and a couple of bars and stuff. And so we we we, we closed down Three Floyds and we're like, all right, where are we going? And they recommend this this uh, this little hole in the wall bar. For the life of me, I can't remember what it's called, <laughs> but it's in like a strip mall. So like we're going, we're like, oh, in a strip mall bar. This is really weird. And you go in and it's pretty bare. Like there's the bar and like four tables and then against the wall he has like three tvs with just like uh old consoles hooked up to him and so you just go up there ask for a game he gives you the game and you sit down and play and drink awesome it was, nice yeah it was, i mean great concept but but <laughs> only only beers and like uh straight pours no mixed drinks no like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can get dangerous in a hurry yes yep yes it can <laughs> Anyway, uh, I think that's all we got for this. Again, thanks for listening to another episode of Rules of the Arena. Make sure to check this one out and others at blindninjastudios.com. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook. And you can find Blind Ninja Studios as well on Facebook. Go Where check on Instagram and Facebook can oh, they yeah. find you? On Facebook, it's the, the Arena Motivation, and on Instagram is Built in the Arena. All right. Mm-hmm. True story. You got some very consistent SEO. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to fix it on Facebook. I can't figure it out right now. I've tried three different times. All right. right. (laughs) Ooh, straight up. Now I'm on watching our live stream on Twitch. Hey, there we go. There you go. (laughs) It's like broken the fourth wall of my life. Right. (laughs) And again, uh, make sure to go check out thearenaoutpost.com. Thank you and see you next time.